Hi, and welcome to the Work From Home Show. I'm Nikki Weisgarber, Director of Client Success at Kudos. On the show, we talk with leading companies about their strategies for working remotely. Here at Kudos, we believe that sharing and caring will be the keys to being successful through these tough times. So join us as we figure this out together. Welcome, Dina. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. It's great Absolutely. to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about Drift and your role there. So I um, run the people function at Drift. So Drift is, um, it is software and we're helping uh, enable our, our customers. So helping businesses buy from other businesses. It's an opportunity to bring the conversation back into, the, um, into marketing. So I sort of think about it as, um, you know, if you're going into a store and you're buying a new pair of sneakers and you know you need a size eight, well, you don't fill out a form and say, I'd like a size eight pair of sneakers and call me back in a couple of days. No, you talk to a rep, you have a conversation, they help pick out the right pair of shoes for you. So we're actually bringing um, marketing back into the forefront for our customers. Sorry. Nice. Maybe. <laughs> hey, this, these, this is the reality of working from home. This, this completely That's my husband. the podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my kids might pop in at some point too. So, <laughs> so I love your analogy with the sneakers thing. Cause that's right. You don't fill out a form to get sneakers. You have a conversation with somebody to get the right size, the right style, the right fit. So I, I, I completely align with we're, that. For yeah. Sure. We're helping our customers kind of meet their customers where they are. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, prior to this call, we were kind of talking about how long you guys have been working remotely and, and you mentioned since March 10th. Um, so that's actually a bit longer than we've been remote. I think we've only been remote almost two weeks here. Um, just tell tell me a little bit about, um, how the first, uh, couple of weeks have gone with you guys going fully remote. Yeah. So we are, um, we're, re we're really an in office culture. So we have offices in Boston, in San Francisco, in Seattle, in Tampa, and um, a lot of been, has been centered around in office culture and getting things done in the office. Um, we bookend our weeks with um, what we call Monday metrics and Friday show and tell. And that's, it's been a ritual of ours. So we, it's, been, it's very, been very in office driven. So a Monday metrics is a chance for everyone in the organization to get together um, to kick off the week. We have our head of operations runs it and we talk about sales deals that are in pipeline, customer retention um, concerns, what products have been shipped that week. Um, we talk about recruiting, uh, people updates, our finance updates, and all that happens on Monday so that people really understand the metrics behind our business. And then we bookend the week with what we call Friday show and tell, which is an opportunity for everyone across the organization, marketing, sales, customer team, company success, to sort of get up and talk about what they've done that week. We vote, it's a competition. And so both of those two things are big drift rituals. And what's been remarkable is that we've migrated them to Zoom calls and had this virtual experience where we've brought sort of all hands meetings to kick off the week and end the week. So you feel this real sense of connection that has really helped us. So I think we've had these rituals in place, but it's, it's really helped to sort of solidify a community without an office. Yeah, agreed. And so it's important to have, you know, bring in those rituals when you were in the office now remotely. Have you guys added any other small rituals into your routines working remotely, like additional oh, yeah. uh, team <laughs> meetings? Like what does that kind of look like for you guys? Yeah, we've had it with people think pretty crafty, which I'm sure you've probably seen too. A lot of teams are doing sort of stand up huddles in the morning just to like 
have that feeling of like when you're going to get a cup of tea or you're going to grab a cup of coffee in the kitchen, you run into people or you bump into people. So a lot of teams have been doing sort of stand-ups or huddles where everyone's kind of working together on a Zoom call, but you feel like you're right next to people as well yeah. as sort of virtual um, coffee, ketchup. So we're, we're big Slack users. Mm -hmm. we've, we've, I think we've blown up Slack. You probably have too. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of, we do donut dates through Slack. I don't know if you've used that feature, but virtual coffee ketchups or virtual tea ketchups, they're now, yeah. they're now happening through Zoom. Yeah, no, <laughs> we've, yeah, um, my team specifically, we have a, a team huddle every single morning. Um, and this might, you know, uh, depending on how long we're in this remote kind of situation, um, you know, we might push it back maybe to every couple of days, but we've been having daily um, huddles and we do them at 8.30 in the morning. And it's really just a time for everybody just to see how everybody's doing, feeling, if they're feeling supported, not supported, how can we help you? And we really have a lot of fun with it. So we really want to start our day off on a really fun note because when we come into the office in the morning, we kind of chit chat yeah. and we get to, you know, understand what people did the night before. We, you know, it's that kind of that team camaraderie. So you want to bring that back even when you are working remotely. Uh, so we brought in those team huddles for sure. And I think it's a great, uh, a great piece to our day for sure. Yeah, it's important. It's just yeah. important to get everybody connected. Yeah. So um, I want to talk a little bit, like we're kind of on rituals, but um, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, res respecting boundaries and kind of along the lines of um, when people want to start work. So I have two young children. Um, it's really difficult for me to, um, I get up early in the morning and then at like nine, I'm like, hey, I got to take a break from work because I got to get yeah. these guys settled, right? So I want to talk a little bit uh, from a leader perspective and respecting boundaries and kind of expectations around there. So from an HR perspective, did, you know, was there any communication to your leaders or your managers about what the expectations should be from working uh, remotely? Well, I think the challenge is, is um, you, we've got a variety of different people that have outside demands that are, that are, that are different, right? It could be You've now got a, your partner or your spouse that's working in similar quarters than you are and you didn't have that before. Or you have young children that were at daycare and you don't have that anymore. Um, and I, so I think there's, there's different, or you're working in a, in a closet because your roommate has the other room. So I think that what we've tried to do is emphasize flexibility on when work gets done. So continue to have those KPIs and those measurements in place, but really open up the lines of communication between employee and manager about when, when is something incredibly urgent for our customer? When do we need to get something out? And can you do it in the time that it's needed? Or do we need to have a teammate come in and help? So really op opening up those lines of communication because we might need to be a bit creative about when work or deliverables are completed given the challenges and demands on us. And mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have those conversations because you're at work. Like mm -hmm. a lot of times um, if there's, there, there's a childcare issue or something, it's, it's not as complicated as it is now. And so I think there's a blending that's, that's happening. And so there's empathy that's needed by the leadership team and by leaders to really communicate about expectations and deliverables there. And understanding that performance might slip because we're dealing with something we just don't know what's going to happen. And there are also anxieties to it, right? Like yeah. we don't know, are we going to be working from home? Well, we're most likely going to be working from home for a couple more weeks. Is yeah. it a couple more months? Is it longer than that? And so there is, there's anxiety in the unknown that uncertainty. You, yeah. 
Yeah, that you as a manager have to have empathy toward in these situations. And so, and the best way to do it is to communicate, over communicate, communicate about what's happening. Yeah. Um, and do you have any like um, tips or tricks around over communicating or um, even just being productive and effective in your work? Do you have any tips and tricks about blocking out time, time management, what that kind of looks like, even from a leader uh, down to, you know, a frontline employee? Yeah, I think one of the things that I've been doing is um, is blocking my calendar off for, well, one thing is I do it every day from 11 to 11.30. I block off, okay, check in with the team. Mm. Like just do a quick Slack message or see if somebody wants to jump on a quick video call just to see like mentally how they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I have that blocked in from 11 to 11.30 every day and I'll ping a handful of people. I also have tried to make sure that I've got schedule. I mean, I did do scheduled skips, skip levels anyways, but I'm trying to make them more frequent. I had them in five week in increments. So usually I do direct reports every week and then skips every four weeks, but I'm, I'm doing direct reports now a little bit more frequently and then skips and skips a little bit more frequently. So I've tried to increase those touch points a little bit more. And that's, that's from a leadership perspective. But I think even as an individual contributor, it's like time blocking your day a little bit because you're, you've, you've got to sort of self-discipline yourself. Okay, I'm going to do heads down analytics work right now. I'm going to touch base with my team, sort of getting ahead of your calendar a little bit because it's those mm -hmm. little things that make a big difference when you're trying to connect the team. Yeah. And I, I feel like when you're, uh, there's lots of mental shift happening, right? I'm having conversations with my team about random, you know, just random things. And then the next thing I notice that in my calendar is like, yeah, I got to work on this analytics report for a customer. And I'm like, Ooh, this is a big mental shift for me. So I think this, being, am I, am I, yeah. Are you in the right state of mind? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think I've, being, I've tried to like, I've tried to keep it now. I keep, I mean, I've, I've always kind of kept a notebook, but now I keep a notebook like right next to my bedside table when I'm sleeping because I'm like okay these are different ideas I kind of jot them down I know yeah. yeah I'm like that too I gotta jot those ideas down because it will bother me all night so uh, yeah. and I think um, one of the other things too that we've done as a team I'm sure others are doing this too is when you have a meeting um, having a google doc that's shared with the whole team as the meeting is going on, because sometimes you have a tendency to like zone out a little bit because mm -hmm. like you're like, uh, my four-year-old is asking me a question or something. And so just keeping um, the focus on the meeting it, with a shared Google Doc, is, it's, it sounds so simple, but it's helpful to say, okay, what did Sally say? What was the decision that was made here? And everyone types in like so it's not we we, we don't we don't we're, we're we're trying to figure out is there would we migrate the person that's taking the notes or whatever but just keeping it all together and people are are writing in on what's discussed and what decisions are being made in that meeting because there, there there's just room for distraction absolutely that's a great idea actually i love that and i think i might actually adopt that <laughs> we did it's a simple thing but it's totally helpful yeah. sometimes you're in that meeting you're like wait what did you just say mm -hmm. or afterwards there's a recap but it was other people heard it differently. And yeah. so just as is live, ongoing live, um, put it in the invite as a Google Doc, notes from the meeting, and then everyone, yeah. the, the person that's speaking doesn't take the notes and other people can take it while they're speaking, but there's sort of a common understanding of making sure that, it's doc that meeting's documented. Yeah, no, that's a great tip. I love that tip. Um, do you use any other tools to document your, your, um, your discussions or uh, the other your agendas? Thing that <laughs> The other thing that we really, I mean, this is a plug on Drift Video, but we use um, for async communication. So Drift Video is a um, 
it's a way so if you're if you're working through a powerpoint presentation or something and you just want to record walk somebody through it without scheduling an actual meeting mm. we use drift video for that so mm. i can i'll create a slide deck i just want to communicate something to the recruiters it's it's four minutes i'll record myself walking through the slides and then i don't need a meeting so mm. it's kind of like async communication which has really helped us so we oh. use that nice that's great that's a great one too Oh, you're just full of great best practices and recommendations here. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the future. Um, so looking, you know, a month out, you know, beyond this COVID, um, tell me what kinds of things you are anticipating on the other side of this um, and what you like, are there things that you could have been better prepared for? Well, I think from a business perspective, I think what we've seen is a push for sort of digital transformation across businesses. So because of what we do and because we're trying to bring marketing um, to digitally transforming how people do conversational marketing for sales organization and sales orgs and marketing organizations, I think that's, we were starting to see a lot of interested people asking about that. So I think what's happened in the world is there's been this drastic switch to sort of digital video um, virtual conversations. And so I don't know if we're necessarily going to go back to where we were before, because I'm sure you've found this too. A lot of people are saying, oh gosh, like this work from home thing, I think we can bring flexibility into our workplace. And it mm -hmm. opens up access to talent that you never would have thought. Yeah. Um, you know, that developer in Kansas City or um, an individual in Austin where you don't have an actual office, but you've been able to sort of master um, async communication and dealing with um, remote teams. So it's just widening for, from a talent perspective, it's widening the, the, the casting the net much wider to look at talent that you wouldn't have looked at before. Mm -hmm. um, and then also sort of honing in on communication skills um, that, that you didn't, that you didn't, you, you just have to sort of expedite that a little bit. Yeah. And I think like one thing that my team has mentioned to me is um, they have had greater connection with our customer using zoom and video. And like, I've been telling them for like months, just get on the video. Just, just, just do it. Just do it. Get out of your comfort zone. I promise you that it will benefit you. And they're seeing this now, but it took, it, it's almost like it took this to get there for them. But I think that this is going to be a, a door opener for a lot of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So before we get on to some of these wrap up questions that I prepared, um, is there any other advice or anything else you kind of want to talk, talk to um, on, the, on this conversation? No, I, you know, the other thing that I would say too is, and, and Nikki, you were just talking a little bit about it. I think what's great is you've gotten, you get a window into your team or your employees' lives outside of work. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I'm sure you've met, you've met children, you've met animals, you've mm -hmm. met um, other people, other, other really important people in their lives. And so it's been a window into, um, aspects of teams lives that you did, wouldn't have, have had before. So it's, it's sort of what you said, there's a connection that's developed just because you've gotten exposure to things outside of the workplace, which yeah. is, which is, which is, helps build trust. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, one of my, my colleagues uh, was on a call with a customer the other day and she's like, I got to meet her twins. And I'm like, perfect. Now you just made that much more of a connection uh, with the customer. So um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun hearing their stories for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Wrap up questions. Uh, what's your favorite or go-to work from home outfit? 
Uh, this is really funny. So today we had a sort of um, what people, um, our broad people meeting and, um, oh, this is so, so we all got dressed up. I'm going to put my hand. So I wore, <laughs> we had to wear wigs. It's not really my go-to, but it's like to spice it up. Yeah. So we had, we had, we told people like dig in your closet, get yeah. the funniest outfit. Don't go buy anything. Like yeah. get the outfit you have thought and it's funny because my 13 year old and 11 year old just mar just Marie Kondoed my closet so they had they put they're like mom don't wear these like we're gonna make we're gonna donate these like we don't want to see those again so all of my crazy outfits I didn't have anymore but I had a wig there you go. I think that's a yeah. great, another fun aspect to bring into some of these, um, you know, larger meetings that you're having with your company to just dress up one day and just up. have a laugh, right? Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so what's your number one tip for working from home? Um, I would say like set a schedule, like set one set a schedule, which I think we talked a little bit about before, and then have a space where you go to work. Mm -hmm. um, that's separate than where you're off. It, it's actually just having that space break up, even mm -hmm. if it's a closet or if it's a set, but where can you go mentally to say, I'm in work mode right now um, and I'm off. And it doesn't have to be a huge space, but even if it's just like moving over to one section of the work, but you mentally are like, I'm in work mode right now. So I yeah. can- Still like bringing in those routines and rituals um, into remote working that you would normally do if you were going to work, like showering for one. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right. So what are you binge watching currently? Are you watching anything on Netflix, Crave, Disney? Um, Parks and Rec. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we, I'm trying to find a show that the, 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 that's, that's a, age appropriate for 15, 13, and 11 year old. And yeah. it's slight, there's some slight controversial things in Parks and Rec, but um, that's been the one that we've all been watching. So yeah, that's great. That's a great show to watch. And I haven't watched it in forever, but it is hilarious. I love it. Goofy. Yeah. Um, so what's a book or a learning resource that you can recommend uh, for people to continue developing their HR skills while they're working from home? I, well, one of the, um, my recommendation is really business books um i like you i have like a huge there's my list of books like oh. books. um so i am i'm a big fan of ray dalio's principles book it's about like yay thick and you don't have to read it all in one sitting you really actually can't but you can read sections of it which are mm -hmm. really good um uh measure what matters by john Doerr. Uh, another great one, sort of OKR uh, philosophy and OKR implementation and um, rollout. That's a really good one. The Coaching Habit um, by Michael Stanier. It's a small little blue book, but it is, it's awesome because it helps you. So when you're doing one-to-one -one coaching or you're doing leadership coaching, it gives you a list of questions to ask to help to become a better listener. And it's just really powerful questions. So I'm a big fan of that. And then I'm a big Ben Horowitz fan. So hard thing about hard things. Um, what you do is who you are. Um, those are some of my favorites. And it's okay to like start a book and get a third of the way through and pick up another book. Um, I'm a big fan of that too. And, and yeah. even like rereading books, like mm -hmm. um, Daniel Coyle's The Talent Code. I, I just reread it again uh, last week and like just reading that in, in the perspective of what's happening mm -hmm. in the world right now. Um, I, I, Cause I read that a few years ago when we were sort of 
thinking about sort of drift culture and drift leadership principles and now reading it now, um, just different perspective. So yeah, you, well, you go through different phases of your life too, right? And sometimes books, certain books have certain meanings at one point in your life and then they have meaning at another point. So um, I'm, a big fan, I'm a big fan of rereading books as well. I just yeah. reread uh, Siddhartha. Um, oh, and when I, yeah, when I read that one, probably like 10 years ago, I was in a different place and I read it now and I'm like, wow, I don't resonate with it as much as I did 10 years ago, but it's still a great book. <laughs> yep. All right, last question. What's the funniest thing or event you've encountered on Zoom meetings? So I, I know your husband walked in earlier. That, that wasn't <laughs> hilarious, but <laughs> um, I know that a couple of my colleagues have had, you know, ch the children walk in with blankets over their head or saying funny things. And, you know, my daughter walked in in one of our corporate meetings saying, Mom, I can't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> um, so I think for, yeah, I think for me, it's been, there was one time when, um, our, one of our board members, and I won't tell you which one, was doing a video and um, the whole, I was like, so he was on video and it looked like he was driving. And so the whole, the whole time I was like, wait, wait, oh my gosh, you're on video call. And it was like, just the way that it was flashed, he wasn't driving. His wife was driving and he was on the call, but yeah. it took me like 15 minutes to say, wait, Pat, are you driving? He's like, I'm not driving? No, I'm, I'm a passenger, but it just looked it like looks it. like it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I mean, that's, it's not wacky, but it was like one of the things that I was, that I was worried about. Yeah. I think there's so many funny things about people not realizing they're on camera and like, you know, picking their teeth or doing something else. It's sometimes you zone out and forget, oh, wait a second. I'm actually on camera right now. Yeah. Well, so even like, sometimes they bring over. Yeah. I, yeah, I bring over a window sometimes over top of the video just to like type or whatever. And then I don't realize my big habit is to, I talk out the words as I'm typing. And so I'll be like, da, 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 and then I'm not I'm forgetting that I'm even on video. So um, I'm sure I've done it. I'm sure there's some, there's, <laughs> I don't know if um, there's um, Jimmy Fallon or somebody did a, a spoof with his family just on a, uh, on like, there's, there's something out there that's really fun. There's so much, there's so much good Saturday Night Live content right now going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today, Dina. It was a pleasure having you on and hearing your insights and your best practices and recommendations. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks. So thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for future episodes and give us a five-star rating if you like the show. Until next time, stay wise, stay connected, and stay healthy.